Welcome to Podcast from the Unknown. Hello, hello. How are you all doing? Hopefully That's good. That's a strange thing to say because they cannot they reply. Anyway, this is chaotic already. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, happy Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms and the moms-to-be yeah. out there. Shout out to the, all Dog the MILFs. moms, cat moms. MILFs. <laughs> anyway, all moms are valid here. We accept mothers of all kinds everything um yeah so shout out to moms mm-hmm. ours in particular tippy and phyllis we yeah, love you hello um okay so we we got back to um the old standard i guess for this week um and we did some research yes we've reached out and logan will be joining us again um not next episode but the episode after that yes because we're all i got my a little life update i got my vaccine on monday the third felt like uh, a little crappy for a day or two and now i'm fine um so i will be fully vaccinated like two weeks from then Mm -hmm. um so logan will be he'll be back with us yeah Um, so that's that's exciting don't don't know what we're gonna do like uh topic wise for that week but uh we'll figure it out yeah (laughs) hopefully it's something good okay so um yeah like i said we kind of went back to um doing some research this week we picked we actually kind of went back and forth between two very similar we were actually juggling three topics as of this afternoon and <laughs> we ended up uh, just about an hour ago narrowing it down to what we decided we were actually going to do. Yeah. But the other two we're going to save for the future because they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we chose to do haunted objects, yes. which is different. And we're clearly feeling like we're clearly feeling some type of way when it comes to like ghosts and hauntings yeah. right now. Like we, we're in a big phase. It's we're just, in a phase. Uh, it's what's happening. Yeah. Mom, it's not a phase. Okay. Um, but <laughs> this no. is a lifestyle. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we kind of stuck with, with that theme at least. Um, and we chose to do haunted objects. It was yes. actually Jules's idea. Yes. Um, but I'm excited. Because I too. I'm very excited. They're both cool and I feel like not not things that other, I don't know if you guys have heard of either of them. I have never heard of mine yeah. until today. Yeah. I hadn't either. Yours I've heard of. Me too. Yeah. But, um, but not like, not like I hadn't like read it somewhere. It was of course because of ghost, ghost adventures, adventures. <laughs> always. Well, um, and, um, fun fact. Well, I'll say the fun fact. Yeah, after yes, you, yes. 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 Yeah. I think you already know what it is. Probably. Um, but I did choose like a. I originally chose a more famous haunted object to do, and then decided against it mm-hmm. um, because it is said to be the most haunted and like powerful haunt, haunted yeah. object in the world. So I got a you little nervous say, about that. Do you want to say what you no, were going to do? Let's not even go there. Okay, because it kind of it kind of freaks me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm gonna, a little worried. I'm a, I when I was doing my research and the dolls kept coming up. Yeah, I can't remember which you're one you're not is. allowed. So a lot of them, and like the reason why I was like, I don't know if I want to do this object because it said that even looking at a picture of it can curse you. You didn't look at a picture, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, good. Um, and some some of the dolls, some of the famously haunted dolls are the same way. I don't remember which ones they are, Not, but I saw um, two of them and I kind of like yeah. freaked out. Um, Annabelle, I believe, is not one of the what ones. What about... Um, yes. 
the other one was um well we won't talk about we can talk about this after oh shit okay (laughs) um okay so (laughs) (laughs) i chose to do bella lugosi's haunted mirror yes and uh, i fucking love bella lugosi i grew up watching the universal monster movies and um he's just he's amazing Mm -hmm. i just love him and i love his portrayal of dracula i think it's it'll always be he's the goat basically um so yeah i chose i chose that and i feel like it's not something that people maybe have heard of like i said i hadn't heard of it until ghost adventures um go ahead okay so my fun fact is that gary my dad yes um used to call our old dog bella bella lugosi all the time yes i did know that and i never knew because this was when i was like in middle school high school and very oblivious to a lot of the world around me and i had no idea who bella lugosi was i thought it was a name that he just like made up and i was like that's super fucking interesting that your brain went there but yeah no bella lugosi is dracula yeah well i know that now as as the the older i get the more my appreciation for like halloween and right you know that horror kind of st- horror and, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff comes into play and so i, Absolutely. I know that now but as a kid which, I, I didn't which also we went to so the last time we were at halloween horror nights which is like a tradition of ours um was in 2019 before the world took a mm-hmm. shit and um one of the major houses uh for that year was universal monsters oh and it scared the living shit out of jules yes you were absolutely terrified well so fun fact for everybody i absolutely hate haunted houses i love them but i hate them i get very very scared yes very easily, very easily. Th- especially if things jumping out at me and so if you ever go to horror nights make sure you if you can do the r.i.p tour um, because it's just truly like, it makes it a whole other experience. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, do you want to kind of tell them a little bit about what the RIP tour entails? Yeah. So the RIP tour, um, you get to do the haunted houses just like everybody else does, but you actually get to cut the line because you're in a smaller group of people and they give you like dinner and you get to meet some of the actors and you get to be in this like little, um, it's like a fancy restaurant that they have there. You get to like, at least, at least for Florida it is. I don't yeah. know how it is in California. Yeah, but this in is, Florida. yeah, this is Universal Orlando. Yes. Yeah. And um, you get to be in this like really nice uh, restaurant and they give you food and it, and you go in yeah. groups. To... It's such a nice, it's, it's a nice break because if you don't have like fast passes or whatever, if you're just there like everybody else is, you are in line for hours and i mean we, i think our very first horror nights i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt no, you you're okay but our very first horror nights that we did i believe was 2016 um uh, 2015 or 2016 yeah. and american horror story was the big house mm-hmm. and we ended up not even going through it because the wait was like almost three hours yeah so- every time we we would like we would like walk by it and be like, oh, it's it's like two and a half hours. Let's go and do this. Let's go and do that. And we'll come back and we'll see if that wait time has gone down and it never did. Well, and the thing too is that, you know, being a little new baby to the Universal Horror Nights world, you don't know at the time that you should really start with the bigger named houses yeah. first. 
um, because those are going to be the worst. Yeah. We've so had a we few started... older people take us under their wing yes. and kind of be like, okay, this, this is, is what, what you, you should, should do. do. And it's it's really sweet. And, and to be honest with you, Horror Nights is such just a... Um, for me, it's a very beautiful environment. Everyone is there because they want to be scared the hype, and they're yeah. excited about Horror Nights and the houses and a lot of them are experienced and have been through it before and they can tell you you know, everyone is just very friendly. It's yes. not like, um, it's not like an amusement, typical amusement park during the day. Yes. It's a very it's different a environment because it's at night. Yeah. And, and everybody's um, like kind of drinking a little bit. Oh, it's just like, a lot. There's alcohol so in every fun. corner and it smells like alcohol. Yeah. It just smells sticky. Everybody's <laughs> just having a fucking blast. And yes. like the RIP tour, what's really nice is, you know, it's always like, feels like you're like on fucking satan's dick it's so goddamn hot down there yes and thankfully the night that we did the r.i.p tour it felt like fall it, it was, was rainy breezy a, a storm was about to mm-hmm. come in which thankfully we like just missed this it like came in like as we were leaving and it rained also when we took a break yeah like drizzled, it like tour, drizzled a little breaks. bit yeah but, but it was like it was thankfully cooler that night but on the nights when it's hot, the RIP tour would be f- amazing yes. because it's it's they t- like Joel said they take you into the AC and give and you, you a get break. breaks like yeah. you get to take breaks during the haunted houses like you'll do a couple of them take a break yeah do a couple of them do take a break do the big like water show or whatever the big show is that they have yeah. take a break and then do another house or two do the last show and then you get to leave. And it's just really, it's just really, really good. It's an, it is it's really a very good. good experience. Yeah. And so we were doing that when we went, we had Amber and I will go through the haunted houses before we do the RIP tour, which is what we did lo- the last time we went. And um, we like to experience things more than once. Well, we have, it just so happened that we had gone through um, the Universal Monsters house, what, like three or four times? Multiple times. <laughs> and so like the fourth time was when we went during the RIP tour. And um, it's this, it was the same dude every time. He gotcha. got me every, every time. fucking time. It's the guy. It was one of the guys at the very end. And it's like those moments where you're like, oh, my God, thank God I made it out of that house. On to the next one. And then they fucking just jump out and get you because you think mm-hmm. you're done. It's like this yeah. big, like dark space. You're next to the they door. They get you at the, right at the end it's every right time. And I'm, it, it was wasn't this, he a uh, creature from the black he was lagoon. Creature from the black lagoon. Yeah. Whew. But any, you don't want to see that face coming at you, you in sure the dark. Don't. And he like can't. He was like taller, like up on like a pedestal or something. He was way taller than me. Um, I'm super fucking short, so I'm like pushing four or five at the best. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm no, just you're kidding. Not. Five, two, five, one, five, two yeah. at the best. Yeah. You're pretty short. And, um, yeah, he just got me every, every all four times. Yeah. And he, I, it's not like I didn't know he was there. Yeah. You knew he, he's good at his job. Very good. Someone um, should give that guy a raise. That year was really good. Like, uh, last thing i'll say about horror nights and then we can like get into the into the good stuff but i could talk for days about i could too i miss it so much but um that year was just really good because it was like stranger things was there but it was like stranger things season two and three Mm -hmm. was what the house was based off of and then ghostbusters us like jordan peele's us um Uh, what else was there um that movie killer clowns was there 
again, which that was the whole, that was like a big reason why I wanted yes. to go was because Killer Clowns was a scare zone the year before. And that year in 2019, they made it a house mm-hmm. like a, that you could buy. It was, oh, oh my so God, it was good. amazing. But, and then Zombieland Double Tap was getting ready to come mm-hmm. out and they had like an outside, like they had like a scare zone and it has like, if you've seen the first one, you know, the part whenever like Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin get on the, um, that ride that like shoots you up yep. and then it drops you back down. That was actually in the middle mm-hmm. of the park, which very, was very, very cool. So sick. Yeah. And there were and people they had on his, it. Yeah. And they had his, um, they had his Hummer there with the three mm-hmm. painted on the side. That was really fucking cool. They, they do such a good yeah, job. They like, really it's do. insane. And we they went, also had that, what was that movie called? Um, where it was like the text, um, I remember us going, the outside of it had the big screen and it was showing the text messages. Um, why can't I remember? I don't, I don't remember. I'll have to look at the paper that we have from it. I can't remember. I can't remember for some reason. Oh my gosh. No, I can picture it now. Now that I'm thinking about it. And it it. like scrolls through it. It was in the back lot where Trick or Treat was the year before. I can't remember what it was, but it was really good too. But like us was probably one of my like surprisingly one of my favorite houses that we went through. Yes. And it was like you walked in and it was like, I don't know if you've, if for those who have seen the movie, the vision quest, like, uh, like fun house or whatever that mm-hmm. she goes into. That was the whole front. When you walked in, mm-hmm. it looked just like it. And the house, it where, was really uh, crazy. She says, I won't say the name because ours will turn on. She will. Yeah. Um, Ophi- no, Ophelia is what they're called. Ophelia the called yeah. the police and yeah. the place. That part place was like the pol- and that was playing <gasps> in there. And then yeah. the part with the rabbits. But the thing is, is that, we hadn't seen that movie yet. No. So we didn't it know how spot on it was. But yeah. then when you go back and you watch the movie, you're like, holy shit, they yeah. did so good. And uh, also about um, RIP tour, they give you information. They give you little facts about each house. And they told us that um, Jordan Peele actually helped design yeah. that particular haunted house because he wanted to do the movie justice. Yeah. And it, di- it did. It was yeah. beautiful. That movie oh is God. amazing. I love Halloween. <laughs> That movie is so good. If you guys have not watched it, I know Get Get Out is like Jordan Peele's like, that's, you think about his movies and that's the one that always mm-hmm. comes to mind. But Us is phenomenal. It is amazing. amazing. And he, you know, has said in interviews that he took, you know, ideas from like the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and incorporated it. Obviously the whole like doppelganger thing um which oops spoiler alert oops. if you haven't seen the movie <laughs> but um he really drew inspiration from the twilight zone and it it shows like jordan peele's mm-hmm. just he's incredible but and that the film amazing. score is amazing yeah the music in that movie the music is, is great it is great oh my god i um, want to <laughs> i want to go to horror nights me too like so and this bad. year i know like so far they've announced that beetlejuice is going to be there mm-hmm. which oh my god like, I love Beetlejuice. I, right. I, I love it so much. So I don't know. I don't know. We may be going this year. We may not. We haven't decided yet um, with COVID and everything. Obviously, we're both fully vaccinated and, and you know, we'll be then and we'll mask up and stuff. But um, we haven't decided if we're going to go. No. Maybe, though. Probably. More than likely. More than likely. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> let's get into Bella, Bella Lugosi's <laughs> yeah. Haunted Mirror. Okay. So I'll give you a little bit of 
for those who don't know who Bela Lugosi is, he was born in 1882 in Hungary and is known for his infamous role as Count Dracula, first in the Broadway adaptation of Bram Stoker's novel. And then he portrayed him in the 1931 film. He went on to appear in multiple horror movies such as The Black Cat and The Raven and multiple other films that reside in the Universal Monsterverse. He was often paired with Boris Karloff, who played Frankenstein, and he also played the mummy as well. He's a, was he like a bear dude? <laughs> oh, Bella. Well, Blake. Oh, my goodness. So sorry, guys. Um, Don't really know why he just freaked out. That was strange. It was like he went after something. Yeah, there's the that cats was are not out. Very weird. Um, oh my gosh. What were you saying? <laughs> he's like a bigger dude, right? Like Who? a taller dude. Boris Karloff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. He's Frankenstein. That's so what I was thinking. Frankenstein's like, pretty big. And that, at the time, they didn't have a ton of like see, They didn't have CGI and shit. So yeah. That he was things he were was better. A it was more it was practical effects back yes. then. Um. So anyway, Bella's known for his horror roles, but he also dabbled in some darker occult things in real life as well. Which did not know that. No. Mm-mm. Had no clue. That. So he would partake in something called scrying, which I guess is where you would peer into a reflective surface in an attempt to, to foretell the future. Never heard of that I've either. I've never heard of that either. Scrying. 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 Like crying, but with an S. Yes. Scrying. Scrying. He would often use his mirror, studying it to try and capture a glimpse of his future reality. It's said that Bella would use his mirror and other occult practices or at least have it present while he was partaking in them. So this mirror has seen some stuff. Apparently, the mirror was also nearby and a witness to a murder that happened in one of Bella's homes. The niece of the man who was murdered says that the man that was killed, her uncle, was killed by a close friend as there was no sign of forced entry or robbery to the home. I remember hearing this story. Yeah, I don't know if he was, like, house-sitting for Bella or... Maybe she, like, invited him in. What it was, but, yeah, like, apparently he was in one of Bella's homes where the mirror was and was murdered right in front of the mirror. Oh, shit. Which in... um, So the murderer was never found. And the only real witness to the murder and the only person that would know who did it or the only thing that would know who did it is the mirror. Yeah. Um, so in a lot of cultures, they believe that mirrors can capture spirits. Yeah. And what they'll do is like if a loved one or a family member or whoever has died, they will cover the mirror so that their spirit doesn't get trapped within mm-hmm. them. Um, so it's believed that this murder and obviously all of the darker things that Bella was dabbling in kind of are what gave this mirror and made it become what it is now. Um, so basically just absorbed all that dark energy. Um, the mirror though was given to Zach to put in his haunted museum in Las Vegas the owner gave it to him. She originally tried to sell it and give it away, which it's Bella Lugosi's mirror. Why would you not want it? But no one would take it. She I like, wouldn't take she it. She like tried to sell it. Nobody would buy it. And then she was like, I wanted, I don't even, I don't want this. I want to give it away and no one would take it. So then she gave it to Zach. Telling. Right. So she gave it to Zach, which of course he'll fucking take. Oh my God. Anything. He loves shit like that. Yeah. Um, I say that like I know him, like we're fucking friends. Right. <laughs> but her daughter, I guess, was having 
the reason she wanted to get rid of it and kind of had a felt an urgency to get rid of it is not only could she feel the dark energy that was attached to the mirror, but her daughter was having a lot of bad experiences with it. She said that um, when she looked into the mirror, she saw a hand reaching out to grab her. She then felt teeth marks against her neck as a shadowy, a shadowy figure appeared in the mirror. Oh, God. Um, she also said that when she would sleep in the same room as the mirror, she would have nightmares and would wake up with scratches on her body. Wasn't that um, something that we talked about in last... It was either we talked about it in last week's episode or we talked about it off the episode with my mom. Yeah. About how when you see um, like spirits or whatever usually it's their reflection in the mirror but when you like turn around they're like not actually yeah, so, yeah there. We, i think that was on episode we yeah talked about it. yeah um mirrors are gateways absolutely 100 absolutely um <clears throat> so after learning of these experiences and yeah feeling you know after her daughter came to her and she also was kind of feeling some bad energy from the mirror she gave it to zach um and when Zach took it, I guess they they took it and they they stored it in the basement until they got the room ready for it to go in. Because it is a museum, so each room is like um, themed, right? themed, yeah. And um, so they they stored it in the basement while they were getting the room ready. And I guess like not that long after he took it, the basement where it was flooded. And they also captured, well, I don't know if they captured it, but there were also a lot of um, like banging and rattling noises happening in the basement. And all this stuff only happened once the mirror was brought into the picture. So this, it flooded with the mirror in it? Yeah. I mean, the mirror's okay, but. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now it's in its own room. Um, And then there's an episode um, of Ghost Adventures and they bring in like a couple different a couple different people to investigate different rooms within the house and or within the museum and they put um this guy and his girlfriend in the room with Bella Lugosi's mirror and he the guy goes up and he's like looking in the mirror and then he just collapses yeah i remember seeing that actually that episode is playing right now is it really it really is that's so weird it was playing when we were doing our research but it's that's weird it had just played and i only remember that because he said uh something about fans coming in and and uh or people coming in and 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 i think he had said that like um somebody else either passed out in the room after looking in the mirror or like something else happened to like just like a somebody that paid to come into the museum Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he passes out and then when he comes to, he like doesn't remember, he like blacked out. Oh God. Yeah. And it was only after he like looked in the mirror. That is so. That this happened. Creepy. Yeah. Because you, you would think you don't, mirrors are one of those like everyday objects that you really don't think that you need to be like concerned about looking into you it's not even like second it's like second nature just to do it like anytime yeah i see a mirror i'm gonna obviously look into it yeah you want to check and make sure like you don't have anything on your face or your hair is not crazy or you just even if you're not like you know and anytime we go to target yeah we walk past all those mirrors and you're just like like, my feet in the mirror like i don't even like yeah i still look in them at some point and it's it's really crazy and and it's not until you really think about it and kind of look around and you realize how many reflective surfaces are in your house oh my or God, so many just around you just in general not even just in your house i mean 
so many things just looking around right now like I see like 10 things that have a that I can see my reflection in I know and it's in I don't even just truly believe that it's just mirrors I think it's any surface that has a reflection that can trap this I don't know it's or or they're like portals or something you know I I mean I don't I don't fully know exactly what I believe but I just know there's there is something about mirrors I would have a heart attack if I looked in the mirror and saw a dark yeah shadow of something behind me well and like going back to like one of our very first episodes um about Bloody Mary you know yeah the whole the whole story with her is is looking into a mirror and saying her name three Mm -hmm. times and and you know the the mirrors are what she uses as a as a a portal or a gateway into into us into our world and yeah I mean I feel like if you were to do research if you were to look back I feel like mirrors are very um present and more like urban legends and and, yeah. and cult- different cultures than we may realize yeah 100%. and like you said it's just an everyday object that you wouldn't typically think twice about I'm sorry <laughs> Was that you? That was me. I hit my. Sh- I hit my. That's Blake okay. is sitting on my lap because I feel like Blake had a little. He, yeah. Blake had a little bit of a freak out, and we apologize for that. But but he's, he's sitting on my lap. He seems like a little stressed right now. It's kind of making it hard to like reach yeah, my. That's mic. okay. It's Hopefully, right. I sound loud. Enough. We understand. Oh, you do. Yeah, you you sound fine. Um. So yeah, that's all I have on Bella Lugosi's mirror. It's a it's a short but interesting story. It is very interesting. And again, like I know we say this like every week, but like you guys should really check out that episode of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Um it's like the Haunted Museum. There's two Haunted Museum episodes. Um and I don't remember which one it's in, but they're both the first good, one, I, I believe the, the, first, the first I think one. it's the first time they did it did an invest like an, an investigation and you in see, uh, the museum i'm pretty sure homeboy's van right jack of Orkan? Yeah. yeah so yeah also throwing it back to a previous episode um yeah jack of Orkan's van is in the museum as well yeah and it's it's i do want to go to zach's museum because obviously we are huge ghost adventures yeah. slash zach bagan's fans but i'm also very nervous because he has a lot of different very objects with very different histories Mm -hmm. that are some violent some just just I don't know just bad and in all in one place and it just feels like if you're sensitive at all to this type of stuff you probably should stay away 100% from all of the different energies and yeah, it can be he's, a lot. he's got a lot of scary stuff there. But yeah, that's that's all I have for Bella Lugosi's Haunted Mirror. Well, good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, short but but interesting. Sweet. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like the shorter the better. Yeah, for sure. So I did one um, that I've never heard of before. Um, I did the Tallman House Bunk Beds. Yeah, never heard of that. Never heard of never. One. But I'm I'm inter- I'm very very interested in this because you kind of were like this is a little bit about what because when you told me I was like wait bunk beds and then you kind of gave me a little bit of a taste and it's I'm interested. Sorry, I had to put Blake down. Yeah, a little bit of a um, teaser. A little, but I want a little teaser for you. A little a little tiny a little like if you yes. were to go into graders, a little tasting spoon. Just a little. Just a little. little a little bite. A little something. Um, so they're fucking crazy. Like a lot of shit happens. Okay. Um, so it happened in Horicon, Wisconsin. Um, 
from May 1987 to January 1988. 1988, so it happened over the span of nine months. Um, the Chalman House was a one-story suburban home. In February of 1987, Alan and Deborah, or Debbie Tallman, bought a bunk bed for their kids from a secondhand store. This is also why I'm so fucking weird about buying thrifted items. Yeah, which <laughs> we just talked about not that long ago, not that long ago, because my brother is very into going to thrift stores and antiquing, and um, he he recently had some activity happening in his house, mm-hmm. and me and my sister both, our first thought was like he's he's telling us about this, and we're like, well, have you gotten anything from a from a thrift store lately. Yeah. And you got to watch. You do. I mean, you got to watch. You do. Um, so they bought the bed and assembled and stored it in their basement until, they, until May of 1987 when they moved the bed upstairs. Um, the haunting started the very first night that the bed was slept in and it started with the kids, but it eventually moved to the entire family. The kids would become sick for no reason despite having a very small history of getting sick. Their son, Danny, who stayed in the room next door to the room that the bunk beds were in, said one night after that he, after he said goodnight to his parents, um, his alarm clock started to turn itself on and switch through the channels on its own. Whoa. He said he could actually see the radio vindicator, so the little knob, yeah. twisting. Whoa. Like he watched something. Like so it was like something was like physically. It. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Um, when he told his parents, they obviously didn't believe him. Yeah. Well, sadly. And like, like we talked about, you know, when your mom was on, like, come on, like, yeah. listen, listen to, to your, your children. Kids. Like, I get their kids, but still. But come on, like, at least hear them out, and at least you know, check it out for yourself right. and debunk it on your own rather than just automatically dismissing them because they're Why kids. Why would a child make that up? Right. Like, that that's so like weird For to him me. to go as specific, specific to be like, oh, I saw the, the knob moving. Like, why would he go that far? Right. Like, what it's kind of attention weird. is that going to give him that he would make that up? Right. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. well, that's a weird thing to lie about. Yeah, exactly. A very weird thing to lie about. Yeah. Um. So, a few days later, Alan... Um, Alan, so the, the dad, yeah. uh, was painting in the basement a few weeks later, I'm sorry, and he took a break to go get some lunch. He, when he left, he put the paintbrush on a table next to the paint can. And when he came back, the, br- the paintbrush was bristle up in the paint can. Whoa. Um, which, you know, okay, for a non-believer, you could be like, he just didn't put it on the table well enough. It just fell in the paint can. And it just happened to be upside down. Right. So that one, I'm, I, it could be something, but it could also not be something. Yeah. I mean, it could be debunkable, but it's also like, what are the odds? Right. So it could go either way. Like, I don't think that that is something that just happened on its own based yeah. off the experiences that are starting to happen more frequently yeah. in the house. But it's also not something that you could concrete be like, right. that was a ghost. Right. That was a spirit. So I will give the non-believers that one. Yeah. I'll give it to them because yeah. I'm not sure. I could, yeah, I could see that going either way. Yeah. Um. Shortly after that, their daughter started actually sleeping in the bunk beds and claimed that a red-eyed witch was standing behind her door. She could also see or have visions of fire in her room. Which is very, very Whoa. weird. 
a month later, Danny then reported seeing a fire in that room as well. Wow. So he is he sleep now sleeping in the bed too? I don't know. I couldn't I don't know if he actually ever slept in that bed or if it was only her that okay. slept in the bed. Okay. But the article where I learned about this from said that they were both sleeping in it. But then okay. when I actually did the research, it, it really only states that she, that the daughter sleeps in the bed. Okay. So. But either way, he's now he's experiencing yes. some of the things that she was. Yes. Okay. Because the his room is next door. The room that he was staying in is yeah. next door to the room that the bunk beds are in. So I think it was originally for both of them, but he didn't sleep in it. Only she did. Okay. Um. The family had their pastor come in to check out the house, and he said that he felt the presence of evil. Soon after, the activity became a lot worse, and doors would start opening and slamming shut on their own. Disembodied voices were heard, and apparitions would start to appear. A week before Christmas, Danny got scared and said that he saw something that made him want to leave the house. When he told his mother that he didn't want to be there anymore, Alan got pissed off and told the spirits that they needed to get out of the house, and if they were looking for a fight, they could fight him. Mistake. Your first mistake. Right. Never provoke. No. Never try and... Never try... Like, the thing is, is that these... You may physically be stronger. You know, you could go and lift weights every day and can, you know, I don't know, squat your five times your body weight. But that's not the fight that you're going to have with That's, these no. spirits. It's not on a physical level. You're no. not going to be able to punch a ghost in the face and you have to be afraid and be able to differentiate. Yes. I may be physically strong, but I might not mentally be that strong. Yes. And you know, they can, they can do some pretty compelling shit. A hundred percent. Um, and yeah, so never provoke, never provoke. No. A few weeks later, Around 2 a.m. on January 7th, 1988, Alan came home from working late, a late shift, and heard an eerie howling sound coming from outside of the garage. When he went to go check it out, the weird sounds actually turned into someone saying, come here. So determined to investigate, he went to see who was there and found no one. When he returned to the garage, it was on fire. Quickly, he runs inside, grabs a fire extinguisher, and when he returned to the garage, it was no longer on fire and there was no signs of it ever being on fire. So now three people in this house have seen a fire. A fire. Mm-hmm. Um, after all of that, he went back inside, grabbed his lunchbox, went to grab his lunchbox and realized that it had been thrown across the room from where he had set it. Wow. In order to protect his daughter, Alan started sleeping in her room. And one night a fog appeared around him and a voice was heard saying, you're dead. Debbie then called the pastor again because she was obviously scared. Yeah. A few days later, Alan was working another late shift, and he had a family member to come over and watch the girls, um, so his daughter and his wife. Um, and their son was there, too, but I don't know why it was very specifically to watch the girls. I think it was because, like, Debbie was afraid, and it was mm-hmm. really targeting his daughter. Right, yeah. That um, makes sense. His family member didn't believe in the paranormal, but once he got there, he saw the large figure that the kids had seen and let out a blood-curdling scream. Debbie, of course, freaked the fuck out, told the family member to grab the kids and that they were leaving the house for forever. Wow. Two weeks later, they had the bunk beds destroyed and there was no further paranormal activity to them Mm -hmm. or the house. A new family moved into the house in 1988 and they did not have anything happen to them in that house. So they got rid of... So the bunk beds are destroyed. They're destroyed. They they do not exist anymore. Um, The house had no histories of hauntings, um, no histories of like death, anything like that in it. 
Um, the family pastor that had come to visit several times believed that they were dealing with the devil and the pastor's name was Wayne Dobratz. So they Dobratz, Dobratz. I don't fucking know. They didn't have any, um, like previous experiences before the, that's so crazy. And they didn't have any after they had destroyed destroyed. the beds. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And like you said, like truly be cautious about the things that you bring home because not just things that look haunted are haunted. Mm -hmm. It could be the most, you would not think, Oh my God, those bunk beds are probably haunted. Well, and if they're bunk beds, why would you even go there? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, if you look at the, the picture that we'll use for social media of the bunk beds, they just look like harmless bunk beds. Right. Like it's a fucking bed. Yeah. But, but these, you don't know what happened either. Like, in the same room, even in the same house, mm-hmm. on the actual bunk beds themselves. You have no idea what happened. No. And like we said with the mirrors, you know, they can absorb that negative energy. And like we've said in the past, it might not be a spirit attached to it necessarily, but that residual energy of like that bad thing that happened can go with it. Yep. You know, and then and then project itself onto this new family. Well, and you you maybe maybe since they kept seeing fires, maybe this bunk bed was in a house that caught on fire mm-hmm. and maybe obviously the bunk beds made it out unscathed, but maybe some of the family didn't. But I think it's very telling that um they all like you said they all three saw fire, but that they saw they saw two people saw a dark shadow, but the little girl saw a witch. And I think, you know, that's the other thing too, is that you just never know what people are doing with these objects. You don't know, well, you know, is someone using it as a seat during a seance? Well, is, like we said with Bella Lugosi's mirror, you know, you were like, I had no idea he dabbled in this stuff. And, um, you know, he may not have... It didn't, the, the research that I did, none of it said whether he used, besides the scrying, whether he used it for any other like dark occult mm-hmm. things, but it could have been in the room. Yeah. And like you said, like maybe somebody sat on that bed and did a, used it in a Ouija board or, mm-hmm. you know, did a seance or something and opened some kind of portal for something to come in and attach itself to that bunk bed. You just never, you, you never, never know. know. And and like I said, it could be very unsuspecting things like a bunk bed or it could be shit that's super obvious, like a creepy doll mm-hmm. or, you know, an old picture frame or old cameras you yes. know, because there's oh so God. much, I mean, cameras, cameras are, are mirrors. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. And I fully believe that cameras can, you know, capture spirits and certain, th- I mean, like spirit photography and, and stuff like that, like cameras and spirits and all that shit is so closely linked. And, but sometimes it can be something unsuspecting, like mm-hmm. a fucking bunk bed. Well, and like also back to like the camera thing, I am so like, so weird about your thrifted cameras. Yeah. And it's just well, because they, they hold so much history. It's not like you just get a camera from a store and it's like this new thing and, you know, whatever. It's This camera has been through years and years and years. And, like, some of these ones that you have are, like, very, very, very old and yeah. very, very, very fragile. And there's a lot. They've 
see they have a lot of character and a lot of story to them yeah and it could just be kind well, of scary and like not they're not all thrifted like yes i've i've gotten some from thrift stores and you know whatever but your mom also got me a few from an estate yes. sale that were found in a house where somebody had passed away yeah. and um yeah, that's And yeah. if that person loved their cameras as much as you love cameras, yeah. they could attach themselves to these things. And obviously yeah. ours are fine. Yeah, they're okay. But like you just never know. And this is just the bunk beds are just further proof. Yeah. And Bella Lugosi's mirror. Yeah. And I, I feel good because my cameras are in a an old cabinet that belonged to Julian's grandpa. Mm -hmm. So I kind of I kind of feel like he's kind of protecting us a little yes. bit if there were anything well, and one of those cameras negative his attached. Was his. Right? Yes. Um, no. I don't think I have his camera. That was Blake's ear. Where is Blake? I think he's underneath you somewhere. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> just be careful Yes. about what you pick up in thrift stores or on mm -hmm. eBay or, you know, flea markets or yard sales or whatever. Estate sales. Yeah. Uh, especially estate sales. Because yeah. <laughs> nine times out of 10, it's because somebody passed away. Someone weird. I don't know why I just thought of this. Someone in my mom's, in my childhood neighborhood passed away in their house and they had an estate sale and I walked down to it by myself for some reason. Just really casually. Just casually. I, Jules well, as like a <laughs> eight year old, like walking down to I was like older this. than eight. Like, but, or maybe my mom went with me or Gary, went, someone came with me. Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember that detail, but I remember walking through their house and they had, um, like porcelain dolls everywhere. Ew. It was so fucking Ugh. creepy. It was an older, an older woman. And, um, she was very nice. She was, her house was by where my bus stop was. And I would see her occasionally outside. Yeah. Um, she was a very nice woman, but I mean, it's, it was fucking creepy. It was what very creepy to see what she like had. like our grandparents and like older people from that generation collecting like weird old like porcelain dolls and like clowns and know, shit. Man. Like what is, what, what were you, what were you all into? Also, estate sales are so fucking weird if you think about it. Yeah, they are. You are going into someone's home and you are purchasing things from a deceased person it's it's very weird they're just very What's weird really unsettling and really creepy though is that i'm pretty sure it's either one of the cameras that your mom gifted me from this estate sale or it's one of the cameras i got from a local thrift store but it had film in it oh did yeah. you get it developed I think, I think i left it in and i was like i'm not going to use this camera the thing is is that a lot i've used a couple of these cameras but a lot of them i haven't mm -hmm. and i'm nervous too oh my god yeah because who knows um but that one i'm pretty sure i just left the film in it and was like not gonna Smart take choice. that out <laughs> not gonna just pitch those people's memories that's not up to me when it's not really it's kind of an invasion of privacy to exactly. like look at the pictures I'm not going to go and get them developed and like look at these potentially private moments that these people try to capture. Oh but, my God, that's so creepy. So I'm pretty sure that what I did was I just left it in the camera and... Smart I'm gonna, choice. I'm not going to open that back up. <laughs> Another one came with a super, super old expired roll of film, like still in the box that I'm like, I really want to use. 
because no. expired film can it it can either come out like not at all or really cool really cool yeah so um but anyway oh boy that's that's a that's <laughs> a whole other kind of nerd talk for a different type (laughs) of podcast than this one. Um, Well, thank you guys. And we really appreciate the cool feed, the great feedback that we got from last week. We are happy that you guys can, you know, some people were coming at me like I can, you know, I can kind of relate. I have a similar ish story or, you know, um, this is an experience that I had and it's always so super cool to like, to hear that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. And, to let it and for you guys to just let us know that you can relate and that you enjoyed it yeah thank Um, you very much so yeah thank you guys um i think next week we're not going to pick a popsicle stick i think we're going to pick one of the three topics we were juggling Mm -hmm. today um so it'll be a surprise you'll find out next week yeah as always though follow us on our social media at unknown podcast on twitter and then podcast from the unknown on instagram and rate review and subscribe Yes, please. Cannot stress enough. And I feel like we always forget to like mention that. And it's super important. Yes. So it gets our name out there and then we can keep making episodes because we know you you guys want episodes. Yeah. And And we want to make them. Yeah. If you think the podcast is cool, share it with your friends, Mm -hmm. share it on your social media and tag us and, you know, we'll put repost it on our stories or we'll retweet you or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like that kind of stuff because it just lets us know that you guys are interested and that you want to share it with your friends and whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys. And um, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I just am very appreciative of everyone that listens. And me too. Um, very much so. You know, thank you guys very very much and i know that we've had a lot of changes from the beginning yes and we've taken a few hiatuses you know covid kind of really threw a wrench in the whole podcast everything yeah so um which i know that you guys understand because covid affected everybody not just us obviously so we appreciate you guys sticking sticking through with us through all of this and we appreciate you guys and um, we appreciate you guys listening to when it's just me and Jules, because I'm sure it's kind of went from being like this fun, chaotic thing to just me and Jules having a chit chat. I mean, hey, sometimes we're chaotic. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. We had that one really chaotic episode. Yes. Never forget. Never forget that one episode. That one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like we said, Logan will be back for sure. Uh, not this coming episode, but the episode after that. Yes. And then, yeah, hopefully we can get the whole gang back together mm-hmm. eventually. And, oh, speaking of which, um, and we can, Logan just, just texted us. He knows we're talking about him. Um, his little ears, his are, little ears are ringing. <laughs> we appreciate you guys though. Yes. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.